Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Alex Bonilla. Hello. What, why is why is that? <laughs> well, this is my serious newsman voice. Every year we got to do we get uh, have a serious podcast. Yes. So I'm introducing myself seriously yes, as Reporter a, Alex. Reporter Alex and Reporter Dylan are here to give you the breakdown of all of the animation news that came out of San Diego Comic Con this weekend. There is a lot of stuff, and we're going to break it down for you very quickly, so that if you knew nothing about what happened at Comic Con the past three days, uh, you can be caught up about all the major events that happened. There's we'll probably leave out some small details about shows that at certain panels but we'll give you all the major news from what we saw and um we'll focus primarily to start with on shows we cover typically on the podcast those are also some of the bigger animated shows in general but we'll also talk about things we don't cover movies uh etc um so uh yeah in general we we podcast on animation find us at overlyanimated.com search for overly animated on itunes to subscribe there on youtube at overlyanimated.com slash youtube uh but yes uh we're recording this saturday night Comic-Con is drawn to a close. I guess, Alex, uh, what's your brief uh, summary of uh, this Comic-Con? Busy? Uh, very busy. I think a lot more news dropped than last year. I, I think last year we complained a little that Comic-Cons were overrated. But I think this year San Diego Comic-Con earn, earned its reputation as just being like a bonanza of news and trailers and just a bunch of stuff happening all over the place. Some panels more ridiculous than others, but still entertaining nonetheless. Yeah, I am, I'm satisfied with the amount of animation news we got. And, uh, I think for me, one of the headlines is how much Cartoon Network brought it to this Comic Con. I think they win the, yeah. the day. Um, just a ton of Cartoon Network news are going to be going over. I mean, I think they tried and like, I don't, did Nickelodeon even have a presence? Uh, Disney had a little bit of stuff. And but, Invader Zim. Yeah, they had Invader Zim. So that's one of the things we're talking about. But, um, yeah, Cartoon Network PR definitely brought it here and, uh, some, some cool stuff to show off. And I think we're going to start off with, uh, Cartoon Network. Alex has the Steven Universe panel that happened today news to go over. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, earlier in the week, there was a panel about Rebecca Sugar talking about her partnership with Dove and the body acceptance campaign. They've been doing that's very nice and ha- has been uploaded officially. If you want to give that a look about representation and animation, the serious topic we cover here every so often. But the the major Steven Universe panel was probably the most anticipated one we, we had here at Overly Animated just because we're always starving for news about that. And uh, hey, what do you know? They aired an entire episode. <laughs> um, they, they aired Legs from Here to Home World. And it, from reports that we've gotten, it's a very, very plot relevant new, char- new characters and old characters we've been waiting to come back for a long time have come back. Uh, are we getting to spoilers? Probably not. Right? No, it's no spoilers. No. Uh, okay, but yeah, so a, a lot of stuff happened, but the problem is since no one recorded it, we don't, we only have stray pictures floating around. So if you want to spoil yourself on big stuff that's happening, you can do that. Uh, no, no date though on the next episode, so that's a little disappointing. Um, well, uh, no set date. We've heard from other sources that it may air this weekend, to be determined on that. Uh, the more official news that has been released to other sources is that there's also a Steven Universe movie in the works, a feature film. We only got a teaser about 10 seconds of the gems and some new villain with a very um, with a very villainy cackle, I guess. But yeah, other than that, we don't have much information on that. Um, on Twitter, a couple of 
people who have been mentioned as hired by Steven Universe during the past year have mentioned that they're working specifically on that project. Also, uh, Ian Jones-Quarty, who is now with OKKO, as well as Matt Burnett, who is now on Craig of the Creek, have both said that they also contributed to the movie as well. So it does, the movie does seem to be something that has been in the works for a long time, and it seems that that's finally been announced as well. So uh, in the end, Steven Universe, I think, gave us a lot of news, Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, this is one of the most hyped panels we had. Uh, I was not expecting a lot from this panel, and uh, we had a major news thing with the movie announcement, and they showed an episode. Not only did they show an episode, they showed what sounded like one of the most plot-relevant episodes in the history of the show. So, uh, interesting decision. Um, we apparently, yeah, Matt on Twitter said we might be getting this in with today or tomorrow. As of this recording, it's the episode has not been released on the app or anything, but look out for that. Um, in terms of the movie, yeah, there'd been rumblings of this movie, um, in, you know, within the, the industry talk, but, uh, this is uh, very exciting to have it officially announced, and it does seem like it's maybe on the sooner side, maybe early next year. Um, and it seems like it's a television movie. It, it seems like it's going to air on Cartoon Network and not be in theaters, but we really don't know any details. So mo- most things we could say about this would be speculation. Well, or based on leaks from 4chan or places that have talked about this movie thing being a possibility for Steven Universe. Like this, as you mentioned, this has been floating around for months at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's nice to see that announced. And yeah, it seems like that's going to be the after season five, because Matt and Ben said they did this was the last thing they did before they left for um, Craig of the Creek. So um, that should be uh, coming relatively soon. Very excited. Yeah, Steven Universe, a lot of stuff there. And uh, hoping hoping to see that episode. But let's let's move on to Voltron, which I think was the other major hype panel this weekend. Um, Voltron might have won for best panel. I th- I'd have to say. I feel like we said that last year, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Voltron, all, Voltron panels, they show up to every con, New York and, uh, and, uh, San Diego and sometimes even other ones. And they always show an episode because the show is always airing. Um, but, uh, this year they showed a quite a hype episode and had a big announcement. So they did show episode one of the upcoming season seven, which will be released on August 10th. And, uh, we learned that it will be 13 episodes, uh, which is, quite quite a bit uh the more well for a normal show that would be for a normal but netflix has uh in the past divided into six and seven we're back to 13 for this and season eight which we think is the final season but they didn't say that um so and uh they showed this episode and apparently I, i've not seen it i don't know anything other than in the episode it was revealed that shiro has or had a male significant other slash boyfriend named adam and also, Lauren Montgomery talked about that during the panel that uh, Shiro, uh, significant other Adam, is going to be in, seen in the future. I'm unclear on whether this is a recurring event throughout the season. But yeah, Shiro is queer in some form. This is a huge LGBT representation in Voltron, um, the show that not had previously had this, that we'd been expecting it to have. So this is uh, ex- extremely exciting for all of us to see. And uh, we're very, very excited for this upcoming season of Voltron. For sure. And also um, it to be mentioned that there was a trailer for the upcoming season released as well. And one of the I, I think there are two versions of the trailer, but one version did show Shiro with another male character in the background. We just see his back. So like it, and it seems like Shiro is in the Galaxy Garrison phase of his life. So that that part in particular seems like a flashback. So I, I, I am still a little interested to see if this uh, Shiro-Adam connection is going to be something that happens in our show timeline or we're just going to have one of these pe- like dig into the past episodes and we'll see that. But in any case, it, it is huge news to even ha- have this at all, especially considering um, sometimes we've talked about DreamWorks uh, having a bit of a, a, a 
the checkered history with with representation or at least we've heard that representation has been hard to get by with, with these shows so it's good to see that voltron somehow got it through yeah i mean dreamworks among all other these big corporations it's uh we're, we're approaching with skepticism for lgbt representation i think dreamworks all by nbc now um but yeah reports from the people over there say that scene was from episode one that we saw in the trailer and it is a flashback uh involving shiro and adam so um but i feel like the way they talked about it, it might be a thing that's past past this flashback maybe in the present you know they're going back to earth maybe he'll see adam there um that would be very interesting yeah so uh very exciting stuff from voltron yeah. So, uh, and uh, now we can go over to Adventure Time, which is uh, another uh, panel that I think had been getting a lot of hype, even though really all anyone wanted was a date. <laughs> Since Adventure Time, we've kind of been in limbo with that for a long time. And it has been announced that the f- finale of the series will air September 3rd, la- Labor Day, uh, one day before the DVD of the final season shows up. So y- you make your determination on why they chose this particular date. Um, th- there were two trailers that were released, one that kind of had a retrospective feel going through the whole series, as well as the sprinkling in scenes from the finale. And then there's also one that's just an extended scene taken from the finale of Finn and Jake on a cliff. Uh, they see Betty and Normal Man doing some weird ritual, and then we go over to Princess Bubblegum uh, detailing war strategy, and we also get a shot of uh, old favorites like Le- Lemon Grab. I'm sure, Dylan, you enjoyed oh, yeah. his contribution there. Um, the Duke of Nuts, who's like a season one returnee, so giving you an idea of how jam-packed with characters this finale is going to end up being. Um, also... Rebecca Sugar made a surprise appearance at the Adventure Time panel to perform Time Adventure, which seems to be a, a song that in the finale. And so that that's good to see that uh, Sugar has been brought on since obviously she got her start there at Adventure Time. And uh, and yeah, I, I guess also news that uh, comics are coming out after uh, supposedly filling out season. What would happen if a season 11 of Adventure Time happens? So seeing the aftermath of whatever happens in this finale, that'll be exiled to the comics. So, so uh, yeah, Adventure Time, I, I think, provided the news that we were expecting. And uh, I guess if you if you watch the full panel, it's definitely a, a, like a celebration of its legacy. Um, John DiMaggio performed bacon, bacon Pancakes with a live band. So so if, if you love Adventure Time, like that panel was kind of a good summation of just like uh, rolling down memory lane of the, the best of playing the hits. Yeah, I think I think uh, if Voltron didn't win Comic-Con Adventure Time might have on the animation front because this this was a great panel. And uh, the thing we needed to see September 3rd, the 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 date, the series finale, we've been waiting six months uh, since the last time we'd seen anything from this. And the, the finale looks uh, really incredible. And also Time Adventure, Rebecca singing that is is really great, too. Um, so, yeah, we're hype, hype building with full coverage of the Adventure Time series finale. Um, OK, let's let's talk Miraculous Ladybug, because um Oof. <laughs> Ladybug has been known for having pretty ridiculous panels in the past, and they did not disappoint this year. If you want the most nuts panel of Comic-Con, look no further than Miraculous Ladybug, where they, the big, biggest news is they announced a upcoming live stage musical, uh, of Miraculous Ladybug in 2019, potentially early 2019. They have a website up. You can sign up to get more information. We'll have a musical, like, this is like a Broadway show, like, uh, not on Broadway, but like touring. Like, it's, it's, uh, this is on top of the live action movie that we already knew was coming, which we also have news on. 
The live action movie apparently is being directed by Michael Gracie, who directed Greatest Showman. So apparently it's like a real movie. And they like started. Uh, Why like, you thought it wasn't a real movie before this? No, I didn't. I <laughs> I thought this was like a Hallmark thing or something. But um, I guess it's going to be in theaters. Like, really, is it? Um, but yeah, live action Ladybug movies happening. They started, I think, scouting locations like it's. Oh my god! And a musical. Uh, wow. Um, we actually had show. You know, how about the actual show that that we like? Uh, so they did a live reading of the upcoming episode Maledictor, which we'll get uh, hopefully by the end of the year. And uh, we saw clips from the rest of the season two episodes that have not aired yet, including Style Queen, where we saw Chloe's mom. Um, it's a, it's an exciting clip if you can find footage of that. Uh, so that's, uh, some, some exciting stuff there. And also we hear, heard that season two B, the second half of season two is coming to Netflix in the U S in, uh, holiday 2018. Um, make your judgments which holiday that will be and whether it will actually be in 2018 because, uh, past Netflix dates have been bumped back quite a bit. But, uh, this is jam packed with news. And if you're looking for, um, the most external show elements, you got the movie, you got the, the, the musical, uh, then look no further than Ladybug. Yeah, the, the the movie news is the is the weirdest to me, just because uh, like like you like I'm I'm not really sure like what the plan is with that. But hey, you got a real director, and lest we forget, The Greatest Showman, Oscar nominated, uh, the the third highest grossing musical movie of all time. So like it, it it's a it's a real thing. <laughs> so and now also there there's some weird whitewashing stuff with the greatest showman as well so you wonder if that's going to bleed into miraculous 100% will bleed into miraculous ladybug yeah so that's going to be weird the live the stage show is going to be weird is that is that going to be in french or english my impression or? it was the us but i really don't know um yeah, I mean, I, I, admittedly, they're like jumping on walls and stuff. So, like, I guess that it, this is like a Spider-Man into the dark type situation <laughs> where there's a, a lot of room for train this, wrecks. This is this so. is speculating. We know nothing about this this musical. Uh, like in in my mind, I'd like this to be a train wreck just to be interesting. <laughs> no, you don't, it doesn't uh, have to just be in your mind. It will be in reality. Uh, and the episodes, I mean, uh, at this point, I've kind of just accepted with Ladybug that it just shows up when it shows up. So even if you give me a date that's next week, I, I still can't totally trust it. So yeah, apparently, like the, apparently Monday there'll be a new episode, but we'll see. Yeah. So uh, really, the, the the extraneous stuff is what interests me the most about Ladybug rather than the show, at least from this panel. But just fo- following it live, which is a very strange feeling because you were getting conflicting reports like, oh, it's a musical episode no wait it's an actual show wait what it's like it's going back and forth so that was definitely a strange thing to follow yeah we at first we thought it was, the movie was a musical the live action movie then it was a musical episode no it turns out it's a, a separate thing a new <laughs> a show that's a musical okay so that's enough lady about that and we're still on season two of the show <laughs> yep anyways uh over on the disney the they're I, the biggest show that they cover there right currently is Star Wars The Forces of Evil. Um, that panel didn't have too much. Uh, we, we got a date of 2019 for a uh, next episode, so that that's going to be a, a, a ways from, from now. And the, the clip we got was of Star and Marco and King River fighting in a, in a prison, presumably searching for 
uh, are they search- they're searching for Queen Moon? Yeah. Uh, they don't find him. That there's some wacky in- uh, banter with the with the prison with the prison warden uh, blaming Star for letting the kingdom go to Eclipsa and stuff. It, it was a normal star wackiness humor, but doesn't give us too much information other than telling us that Eclipse apparently has taken up the throne. But I'd say that this gave us less information than we were hoping for. And, and also 2019 is just kind of a disappointing <laughs> release date considering how how far, how far away we are from that. And uh, we just got off an awesome season finale. So Star was, it, it's fine, but uh, yeah, the, the the panel didn't exactly live up to the hype on this one. Yeah, well, it was, it was a classic Disney combination panel. And, uh, 2019, we were not, yeah, we weren't expecting, uh, the show to not come back for another half a year, but, uh, interested to see what Disney's going to do with that, considering we believe this is the final season of Star. That hasn't been confirmed. It wasn't confirmed at the panel, but we do believe this is the last one. And, uh, were they just going to dump the last season? I don't, it's on Disney. It's moving to Disney Channel. So I assume not. So I'm interested to see how they're going to air that in 2019. They've also been doing the whole monthly strategy of just like uh, one, one uh, two episodes a, a week for an entire month. Like uh, that, that could all, 2019 is a long year, so you, you, there's a way to stretch it out if they feel like it. Yeah, I guess we expected it to finish by like uh, May June, um, like the past seasons have. But if it's the last season, they don't they don't have a need to do that. I guess they can just stretch it as long as they want, as we've seen with Cartoon Arc and Adventure Time. Okay, um, let's. <laughs> Let's uh, let's move on to the Dragon Prince. This isn't a show we cover because it's not uh, come up yet, but we will be covering the Dragon Prince. I've been very excited about this. This is from uh, new company Wonderstorm um, by uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Ehas, the uh, Avatar: the Last Airbender, former head writer, and uh, Justin Richman and Jamco uh, uh, Volpe is also working on the show. For uh, speaking of Star, he worked on Star for a while, and uh, this is uh, we're excited to get know what the show is because we do very little about the show other than that cool people were working on it and. And just like a video game tie-in, which they didn't even talk about at the panel. So I, uh, I found like a crappy live stream, so I know exactly what happened here at this panel. And they showed the first episode, uh, Echoes of War, from Book One Moon. So it's got an Avatar-type uh, naming scheme going on. And uh, this episode was very cool. Um, there's a trailer release, too. That's another thing, which you can uh, find uh, on IGN and other places. Um, the, uh, animation style is not what a lot of people expected. It's, um, kind of 3D, uh, cell shaded. Um, a lot of people have responded, uh, negatively to this, I guess, but, uh, it's, I would say give new animation styles a chance because I think the show looked really good. Um, and, uh, the, sh- the episode was jammed packed with like, exposition and, uh, just a five minute intro explanation of the world that they're going on. So if you're looking for like a high fantasy detailed, mythology show then uh, i think the show the show is for you we met uh all the characters the the voice cast two of the main three uh led by jack DeSena, who voices Sokka on who voiced Sokka on avatar that's also very exciting and the whole show will come out on september 14th on netflix so not too far away we'll be getting all of presumably book one or whatever netflix decides to dump out about it um so yeah it's uh the hype for dragon prince is building here yeah, I, I did ca- catch the trailer, and the animation style did catch my eye, admittedly. But uh, the action sequences look pretty cool, and I, I do think that this is kind of just a continuation of the of the renaissance of the action uh, an animated show that I think we've been lacking. But like now, it seems we're getting a lot more. That Voltron is picking up. We're getting the Dragon Prince. Shira is coming around the corner, and is expected to be more actiony. So I, I think it's just another sign of a, a very interesting direction we're going in its span. 
expanding our view of what animation is capable of, even aimed at younger audiences. Yeah, that's a great point about the action animation American resurgence. Uh, Voltron, uh, She-Ra, Dragon Prince, and two other shows we're about to talk about. So let's head into that. Well, yeah, actually, one of the show that was hailed as a good action show in the past, the Clo- uh, Star-, Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, apparently that's coming back after a years of hiatus. Uh, that's going to come back for 12 episodes on uh, di- on Disney's exclusive streaming service, which is expected to roll out fully l- later this year. Um, they-, they did show a teaser trailer. I, I believe Asaka, uh, Asaka, who is a popular character on that show, ma- makes an appearance there. Um, I have not watched uh, The Clone Wars, unfortunately, so I can't give you much information on that. But I will say that I, I noted the hype was very high for, for its returns. And uh, obviously, we're in this era now where shows are just being brought back from the dead right and left. So, but, so it's not that surprising that a show that had been gone is coming back. But it, it's good that considering we, we finished up Star Wars Rebels, they just had their finale, right? So, like, going back to the Clone Wars is definitely an interesting move if we're just keeping in the field of Star Wars animation. But, yeah, they're getting their final season to wrap up, I guess, loose ends that weren't wrapped up in the original series. Yeah, people people love Clone Wars. Like, uh, there's some really big fans, so the people are very excited for this. Um, yeah, we also have the other Star Wars uh, new animated show coming, too. Um, but uh, Clone Wars coming to the exclusively to the disney streaming service this is the first i've heard of disney i'm um, going right to their new streaming service um i think we're gonna see a lot of this soon um yeah poten- potentially the, the, a ton of shows that we cover moving exclusively there in the future yeah because i remember when they announced that the only show they had uh, advertised with it was some monsters inc prequel show so like really they're they're in need of content if they want that streaming service to take off and clone wars is a safe bet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this makes perfect sense to me. I mean, people will buy at least a month for this for just to see the Clone Wars. And, uh, I, yeah, I mean, in my, in my head, this is where Disney's endgame is uh, pushing everything onto here. So I think this is just the start. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Clone Wars coming back. Here's another show from the 2000s that people really loved that is coming back. This, this, this time though, coming back for, um, kind of like an official future run, like for the foreseeable futures. Clone Wars is just like, a, like, uh, just 12 episodes, then it's gone again, it seems like. But Young Justice is coming back for its Young Justice Outsiders season. We don't really know if their season's beyond Outsiders, but, um, it's, uh, season three of Young Justice, which was abruptly canceled by Cartoon Network a while ago and, uh, left some pretty loose hanging plot threads. I'm a big Young Justice fan and, uh, Comic Con at their panel, we saw the first footage from, the upcoming uh, Outsiders season, and uh, we first you see exactly what happened at the end of season two, which is very spoilery. And then, which you, I mean, it's been it's been out for a while. But you should go watch it to catch up for Outsiders. And then we see the immediate aftermath, the emotional reaction of one character, which I was very interested in, and that, that was the most hype part for me seeing that. And then we see new characters, um, we see returning characters. It's uh, there's a lot happening there, um, and uh, yeah, we're we're very very excited for Young Justice. We didn't get much outside of this. We saw some like designs at the panel, but uh, it seems like 2019, not this year for Outsiders. Although they didn't confirm a date. Um, but whenever it comes back, we'll be covering it because uh, we're big Young Justice fans. So, um, it's hype, hype building for outsiders. 
And this is another example of a show coming back to kickstart a new streaming service, since this is also supposed to be exclusively for whatever DC is putting yes, out as their exclusive streaming service. <laughs> yeah, should have mentioned coming exclusively to the DC streaming service, which nobody has a subscription to. So, yeah, that's yeah, cool. and it's either this and that live action Titans show that I think people are loving right now. That so <laughs> so edgy. So I think is, people is that are is that really... a streaming service exclusive? Yep, yep, okay, that's going to be exclusive. Cool. So people are going to flock to it i'm sure people will buy it for young justice we love we love yeah show, that, so. that, that's possibly <laughs> that, that, that one yes um and uh, switching over back to disney um we we didn't get stuff on the owl house uh, which is a, a show where that's upcoming but uh, what was announced alongside the owl house was another show called amphibia by uh, matt braley and that did get its own panel here at comic-con uh, we didn't get too much info coming out of it. We did get a clip of the intro, which is, in my opinion, pretty cool. I really love the music. It's uh, very, how would you describe it, Dylan? Like, uh, kind of, uh, it, I'd say it's like an orchestral violin piece. Like, uh, it's yeah. so incredible. Oh my goodness, this music it, it, was it, one it, of the standouts very, from Comic Con. This is very intro. catchy. Like, I, I listen, I listen to that song like three or four times, and and the intro itself is interesting because like it does give hints of plot or, or backstory story going on like there's a the it's the the basic of the show is like it's a girl who's living in an island of frog people i guess but like in the intro there's like a photo of her with her, her human family and stuff so and it's like a very moody like rate it's raining and uh, windy and stuff so like uh, amphibia we really had no information at all about what this show is about so at least the intro gives us a little bit of an idea that it's gonna that at least it's gonna experiment with tone a little bit hopefully and uh, I'm definitely more excited for Amphibia than I was before this weekend, just just be- because of the like the intro gives me something to base my hype off of. So that's uh, definitely a good thing to have. Yeah, I think I think for the past few months, Amphibia was kind of living in the shadow of Owl House, which was announced at the same time. People are more hyped for Owl House. It has like just a more distinctive draw to it from like really we just saw like posters for each of them. And that was it. But um, no further, because this intro is extremely exciting. We only have like terrible footage of it from like a, a phone, but uh, hopefully Disney will release it soon officially because that that uh, music is incredible. And just the whole intro is it's like long. I assume this isn't going to be in every episode. It's like the extended version. But um, yeah, you see. Um, I don't, I don't know. Peep, peep, we, are, we are doing longer intros, I feel like. We in could. I hope, I hope so. It's great. Um, we see <laughs> Anne. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, go listen to it. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, we see Anne, the main character. I think she's like transported to Frog Island. Like, I don't think it's what it, Amphibia presumably is what it's called. Um, I think she had a, I think she was a real person before this and she gets transported there and she's only interacting with frogs and you like see a photo. Yeah. I don't know what's going on yet. But I'm in. It's cool. We love Matt Brawley here. Uh, and, uh, this is, uh, very, very hyped for Amphibia. Yeah. So, uh, also, um, yeah, that, the, no, no Owl House news, but, uh, they play, they played this, um, like in the beginning of the star panel and they also did the Big Hero 6 panel too. I saw it recently. So that's uh, Oh, so the, the Amphibia didn't have its own panel then? No, it was just, they just played it like at the start of like Disney panels. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's weird. It's interesting. So see. that, that, that may be why this is all we got out of Amphibia, but I, I want more. <laughs> Disney, tell, tell us more about the frogs, please. Yeah, more, more. We need to know about the frogs. Um, it's, yeah, it was, I guess, kind of like a teaser thing that they did, like, uh, CN maybe did this with some uh, things we'll talk about soon. Um, but yeah, okay. The one Nick thing we have on here is, uh, we got, uh, an Invader Zim panel, the Invader Zim movie, Enter the Florpus. 
is coming soon. Um, I don't know. Do we have a date for this? I'm not sure because uh, we we got footage though. The first footage from Invaders and Enter the Florpus. They put it on uh, like uh, Facebook and some one some YouTube and stuff or Twitter. And uh, it's not really like a clip. It's kind of just like a, a compilation of things from the upcoming movie. Um, like the, you see the updated designs for all the characters. Um, I definitely watched Invaders in back in the day, although I don't have like a strong memory of it as a kid. So um, this uh, it's it's it, it just gets me excited. Like nostalgia going up to see uh, everything from the show back in play. And uh, I'm very interested to figure out what the titular Florpus is um, and how we will enter it because uh, I don't know what that title means. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely going to be checking out the Invaders in movie whenever that uh, comes soon. Yeah, and that this is continuing the trend of Nickelodeon rather than making interesting original programming, m- mining their past IP to make theatrical films. I mean, we just got through the Hey Arnold. Um, for the, last year, the big news out of Nick was Hey Arnold movie, right? And then yeah. uh, also we got news about Ro- Rocco's Modern Life getting a movie. I don't know if you've heard anything about that since then, I guess because they're focusing on Zim right now. But th- that that seems to be their big thing with Comic-Con, just announcing movies of shows that they aired in the early 2000s. <laughs> yep, I guess that's the next tactic. Just, uh, re- they, they're trying to do things with their old properties. Oh, and th- and this weekend we also got news of a Rugrats live action yep. film too. <laughs> yeah, Nick is has decided that its old prop, its old assets actually have value, which I agree with, and they should do things with them. So uh, sell Avatar to Netflix, Nick, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, anyway, continue. Uh, now that going back to Disney, wait, why did I get all the Disney ones? But anyways, you're a Disney <laughs> expert. Am I? I yep. feel like I'm more of a Cartoon Network expert. But anyways, uh, over on Disney, we uh, we also have DuckTales. Uh, okay, I guess I cover this show, so this yes. is probably what I should be talking about. But uh, we got a trailer for the final episodes of Season 1. Uh, Disney, in a rare move, has been doing a very regular schedule. So we are aiming to get this finale sometime in August. And uh, yeah, it's pretty hype. We, we got more stuff about uh, Della Duck. Uh, we got more ma- Magic of the Spell um, in, in appearances. So she seems to be a very important part of, of this whole finale arc. Um, Donald actually shows up a lot in, in this trailer, which is uh, good for Donald fans. Uh, I, I know we've had some on the podcast, so they'll be happy about that. Um, other besides the, the the finale, we also got some little tidbits about stuff for season two. Um, we we are aware that the three caballeros who, who actually have their own show right now on like Disney International Wave, but they're also going to appear in Ducktales. So I, I guess we're working with different canons here, but uh, they they are fan favorites. So that'll be interesting to see how Donald meshes with these two new characters. Um, also, there was a weird story about how Don Cheadle is going to show up in the show, voicing Donald Duck uh, went in a storyline where Donald Duck has a voice box to make him sound understandable. Um, I know Donald, <laughs> Donald's uh, appeal is, is partly that he gets unintelligible when he's angry, so uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know. But... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, all in all, DuckTales, it was an interesting panel. I think that this does have a, have a chance to be the most um, informative of the Disney panels. And uh, yeah, a lot of Donald focus. Um, obviously, Donald has been popular for many years. And DuckTales, I think he, he's got like one or two episodes of focus, but otherwise he's been kind of a background character. So it's interesting that this panel was kind of focused on assuring fans that Donald will have more of a 
uh, more of an appearance in the show, in, especially in these finale apps where we're dealing with plots, like that Donald isn't going to be pushed to the side. So that that's definitely nice to hear. And uh, yeah, the, the the trailer itself was pretty hype and also got some good jokes in. So I, I'm excited to see how this uh, season wraps up. Season one has been uh, steady and uh, may, maybe not impressive at times, but it definitely gives you the hints of something big happening. And this trailer that we got at Comic-Con just kind of enforces that. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about the show, but I'm here for Don Cheadle. So excited. <laughs> Will you watch the Don Cheadle episode? Uh, yes. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Okay, we we have that on Watts, so uh, yeah. people hold them to it. Enforce that, yeah. Okay. Um, the last panel we saw before recording this podcast, I think the last major one, I don't think there's anything on Sunday, but um, we got the Cartoon Network Creators panel where they just shoved a bunch of show creators on one panel that I guess didn't justify having their own panel, but uh, we got uh, news from various shows about that. Um, I guess headlined maybe by this uh, announcement of an OKKO crossover, apparently called Crossover Nexus which will have Garnet from Steven Universe, Raven from Teen Titans, and uh, Ben from Ben 10. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get uh, to that. Oh, okay, what do, you, what do you think about this, Alex? This is KO's done crossovers before. Like, my reaction, KO with Garnet? Hooray! KO with Garnet and Raven? Okay. And KO with Garnet, Raven, and Ben 10. What? Like, I'm just very confused about the selection of characters here. Now, admittedly, Ian jones Cordy has mentioned several times that he's a fan of crossover stuff. And as evidence, he had, like, a Captain Planet episode come out in season one. So, like, uh, weird crossovers, I guess, something we should be expecting with OKKO. Uh, I think also just because Steven Universe and KO are so closely connected, that's kind of been a hyped thing. Like, well, wouldn't it be cool if KO and Steven Universe had had a crossover episode? But, like, combining with these other two shows that aren't as interesting, it kind of dampens the mood. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would have been a huge event if it was just KO and Steven Universe and, you know, you add in Raven and Ben and it's not not, a, not as uh, big of a thing. But this is very weird. <laughs> Interested to see it, it, how it's weird, but it's very Ian Jones Cordy. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Garnet uh, shows outside of Steven Universe how this character will come across. Um, yeah, so we, we got that news. Uh, we got uh, Craig of the Creek kind of news, and that will be back next month, which we're very excited for. We love Craig of the Creek here. We do coverage of that show. Um, what next month means? Who knows? Um, it means August. What What do you think it means? Probably it means August. <laughs> Probably. Why um, do you doubt next month? I have reason to doubt next month proclamations. I mean, for Cartoon Eric soon, for Adventure Time finale meant six months. So Yeah, I've... but at the same time, Craig of the Creek, we have to admit, they've actually been doing very well with keeping that airing consistently. Like, we haven't had a long hiatus with that yet. Yeah, I think I think they've done a good job doling out the episodes at a regular pace. Um, so that we're very excited for that. And uh, just at the end, we got... Uh, Cartoon Network Twitter, look for that there. The uh, trailers, kind of 40-second teasers, I think, for the upcoming shows Infinity Train and Victor and Valentino, which we are really hyped for. This Infinity Train teaser, um, it's very moody. We see Tulip at the end. We kind of see Tulip, like, in her house. We, like, hear her mom calling her. And then um, we see her, like, maybe, like, the, the origins of her going to the train dimension. I don't know. We don't know anything about the mythology yet. And she's the number on her hand. Um, of course, we're, both of these shows had uh, shorts released. That's why we know what they are already. And um, that's uh, that's really cool there. And the Victor and Valentino trailer, which we thought might be coming sooner than Infinity Train, but 
may have heard out of the panel that it's not coming until 2019 as well. So both of these shows aren't airing this year. Um, the Victor and Valentino trailer fo- features the main two characters kind of, uh, trying to fight this, um, monster thing in, uh, it's, uh, it's, and it's like playing around with them. And it has some really inventive storyboarding sequences where it's like bouncing with the ping pong ball and like tying their tongues together and stuff. So that, that came across very well, very funny. I will say that I've been hyped for Infinity Train ever since the pilot. And like with every little snippet of news I get out of it, the more hyped I get. So like this trailer too was pretty cool. Like it continues the whole moody tone of it. I I just love the electronic music they they put, they put this show. I'm going to love, I'm going to love whatever music they use in the actual show. And uh, yeah, it includes her family for the first time. So it kind of, for Infinity Train, all we've gotten is kind of in the train dimension, but it finally shows us like that there it, there probably is going to be some backstory going on, so that that's encouraging to see. Uh, also, actually, we, we with this trailer, we also got to look at Tulip's new design, since I think mm-hmm. in the pilots it was a bit more detailed. So like here, where we've gotten her simplified version, which I think looks, still looks okay, and especially considering the the focus they put on painting the backgrounds and all. So uh, I'm definitely very hyped for Infinity Train. Uh, Victor and Valentino, like it, it, it's it, it's it's comedy reminded me a little bit of Star versus Forces of Evil kind of. It gave me that more of that kind of tone. Uh, I I haven't been as high on that from the pilot, but uh, not nothing to scare me off yet. But also I I'm not. I would rather have Infinity Train come first than Victor and Valentino personally. I'm I'm hyped for both. I'm uh, I think Victor Valentino could be really good, and uh, it's you, it's 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 a zanier trailer. You know, Infinity Train has the moody uh, like mysteriousness. Um, but if you're looking for depth in Victor Valentino, watch the pilot because there is some mythology depth there, and I'm interested to see that expanded in uh, the actual show. Um, but both of them look great. Yeah, I mean, just uh, dominating presence from Cartoon Network here, even hyping up their shows from next year as well. Um, yeah, so let's 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 end things by quickly, very quickly going over some sporadic items that we don't have a ton to say about here, but just some other animation news items. Um, stop me, Alex, if you have commentary on any of these. But uh, we'll start with Final okay. Space, which Final Space, a show we cover, should have been not in the quick hit section, but the panel didn't really give us any news, I would say. It seemed like a very fun panel. Um, seemed like Olin, a lot of the voice cast, Cody, there. It, it seemed like it was great. But um, I think the biggest thing was that there's like this contest to be in season two, if you like send in a video um that could be cool and also that we're getting a soundtrack in the spring of next year which this music this show has great music so we're very excited about that yeah Um, shelby mary deserves a lot of credit for her work on the first season Uh, also the songs they've chosen were were almost always uh, well chosen with the tone of the scene so like final space has done a good work with music and i'm excited to see that they're already getting a soundtrack whereas other shows we cover have not released their soundtrack until very late Mm -hmm. in i'm looking at you steven universe um but yeah so that, that, that was nice so also i think i heard from the panel that uh, conan o'brien is going to be making more appearances in season two i don't know if that's real or not but uh, I, I, I also the, heard that the, i guess that's the next biggest news item yeah yeah the, the, the brief appearances of conan o'brien in season one were okay so like uh, we'll see if, if he gets a bigger role in the next season with a new character yeah, uh, Final Space Season 2 coming next year, and we're very excited about that. Um, uh, Nick Cage and John Mulaney are joining the voice cast of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and we saw some new footage from uh, that movie. Uh, would you like to name the characters you're going to voice? 
no i'm i don't have enough uh spider mythology uh knowledge to to, to get into that but apparently they're playing wacky multi-universe characters that yeah, tie john mulaney that. spider ham like that's all you need spider ham. yeah yeah that's, that's all know. you need no, 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 that's a thing well also just the fact that nicholas cage like that's actually a big name so like i think this is just convincing me more and more like this is going to be a real movie and like uh, it, we already knew it's going to be released theatrically but i guess just as this news keeps coming in i'm like okay so this is serious like we're actually doing a, a animated feature film of marvel that's not going to be direct to dvd quality you know like uh, it's exciting to finally see that out of a superhero animated movie this movie looks uh, very good. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest uh, superhero or whatever guy, but this this looks very exciting. Yeah, um, we got a new show coming to Cartoon Network that I didn't even know existed, but is coming soon, which is uh, Mega Man Fully Charged. I guess I'd heard news of this before, but um, all ten episodes are dropping August third on the Cartoon Network app. So if you want a Mega Man show, um, we'll see. Uh, is it airing on TV or are they just dropping on the app? I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll find out. But uh, yeah, Mega Man Fully Charged is coming. Uh, Venture Bros news. A lot of people are big Venture Bros fans venture bros season seven starts august 5th and we got a trailer for it at uh, their panel and that uh, looks very good as well um, um uh, i just want to say like with venture bros uh, it, that that kind of got a bit dampened because also there was uh, sad news over the weekend that john schnepp uh, died at the age of 51 he, with adult swim he was mostly involved with metalocalypse which is a pioneering animated series also he did work on venture bros as well so i imagine fans of that show kind of got it was an odd weekend for them for sure mm. um we got uh marvel marvel rising uh they're this upcoming series of shorts and movie uh tv movie i think uh is uh they had a panel for that we got uh some like footage of it on ew before the panel and uh including like uh squirrel girl and uh ghost spider yeah uh i'm i'm actually looking forward to this after seeing the uh footage it looks uh, pretty pretty good like uh, all female superhero team um very excited and uh reminiscent of mysticons go watch mysticons um <laughs> next, next we have uh rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles dropped its five first five episodes online uh to now yes and one aired on tv yesterday um the new t- the new tmnt show that's another nick item and uh it's uh it is a very distinctive animation style so i think it could be exciting for tmnt fans john cena that's all i got <laughs> john cena yep okay check out john cena we got the dc superhero girls panel um which is coming to cartoon network and i didn't see any particular news about this but the show looks cool so we're excited for that. I don't know what uh, what uh, news to talk about. Um, we had the Big Hero Six panel uh, just happened, and the new Sidekicks Mini Max was introduced, voiced by John Michael Higgins, uh, Varric in The Legend of Korra. Uh, Mini Max looks cute, I guess. And there will be twenty five episodes in both season one and season two. Fifty episodes of Big Hero Six coming to Disney. Um, we have Lego Movie Two. Uh, Chris Pratt uh will be voicing a second character besides the lead role, Rex Danger Vest, a galaxy-defending archaeologist, cowboy, and raptor trainer. So we have a Rex, a Chris Pratt parody character in Lego Movie Two. Wow, the Lego Movie being meta, you don't say. Uh, although actually, uh, Lego Movie Two has already had trailers air in theaters that don't, I don't think, show this character. So like, I'm skeptical that this is actually a big role. Apparently that was the big news out of their panel. So yeah. I don't, we'll see. Uh, and last family guy season 17, they had a panel. They dropped their trailer for the upcoming season and uh, they, they announced some voice roles and stuff like that. So, um, that's it. 
Alex, what are your what are your closing thoughts on this Comic Con? Um, yeah, I think after talking it through, like Disney actually put out a lot of a lot of stuff or like un- underrated stuff because like Amphibia and uh, the Duck Ducktales actually put out a lot more stuff than I, I talking it out than I thought it did. But yeah, Car- Cartoon Network wins just like it's giving us stuff to be excited for, not just this year, but all the way through next year. Like just, uh, we got Adventure Time coming up in a couple of months and we got Infinity Train and Victor Valentino all the way whenever next year. So yeah, I, I think Car- Cartoon Network is it, it, it's back to being truly the network for cartoons. Like it's got a lot of the stuff that and that has potential for high quality. Although Disney is uh, keep keeping itself in the race for sure. Sam just has the most shows. Um, I think <laughs> just produces the most animated shows. I think uh, Disney. I mean, Disney has a lot of different platforms, so it's hard to keep track. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that uh, this takeaway, my takeaway from this, is that there's just so many incredible things coming up, and uh, just really a lot of hype shows. Like when you have a Shira panel, like Shira's uh, coming up. Yeah, and there's a lot of shows that didn't get it. Oh yeah, let's like, say, no, say no, yeah, let's let's go over who wasn't here. Rick and Morty was not at Comic Con this year. Um, Bojack not at Comic Con was never at Comic Con. I think. And uh, yeah, no Rick and Morty though. That's that's a big one. Who who else wasn't here? Um, well, I was actually going to go to Rick and Morty first. Um, let's see here. Who who else was missing here? Um, out, of, out of the shows we covered, just uh, missed guns, which is expected. No, no Powerpuff Girls news, which because of the show's ending, we we've heard. Um, and no, no uh, real an- well, like animated movies, like the bit the bigger ones. I don't think really had much of a presence besides Lego Movie Two. Although that's maybe more of a state on the state of animated film right now. Yeah, oh yeah, there's Archer Archer news as well. I didn't see what it was, but news on new Archer season. So, um, yeah, just a lot of a lot of exciting things coming up. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Young Justice, um, the Dragon Prince, uh, you know, Clone Wars is coming, Amphibia, Victor and Valentino, uh, Infinity Train, like uh, all the all these hype shows to come. Do we want to name winners and losers here? <laughs> I think we did this. Uh, yeah. the, I'm going to boldly declare Ladybug as a winner for generating hype. Wow. On its, ridicu- on its ridiculousness. Okay. <laughs> big, big winner. Uh, no, I don't know. No, who, no losers. Every, everyone's a winner here. I think Star is kind of a loser. Like, uh, the, the clip they put isn't that hype worthy. And 2019 is kind of a disappointment. So, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I don't think Disney has as much incentive to hype it if the show is ending, unfortunately. Um, but, like, Cartoon Network put a lot of stuff into adventure time finally <laughs> yeah that's true i i think disney underrates how big of an impact star has had it deserves more of a final season treatment if that's what we're getting so i hope that we really hype up this this uh season four yeah okay so uh there you go this is our comic-con 2018 animation news one longer than i thought there's a lot to talk about though yeah so. there's a lot of a lot more news than last year you got you gotta admit that <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, tune in OverlyAnimated.com. Subscribe. We'll be co- talking about many, many of these shows to come. Um, OverlyAnimated.com slash YouTube. You can talk about all this news with us on our Discord, OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Consider becoming a patron of us, Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Sagatoras. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, check out a bunch of our content at overlyanimated.com, including we did an Adventure Time Minecraft episode podcast recently. There's a DuckTales podcast, and we'll have a Miraculous Ladybug coverage coming up. So find all that out at overlyanimated.com. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. See you next year.